Hi, welcome to episode 491 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and in this episode of the podcast, I'll be breaking the fourth wall. Today it's Fantastic Four, Volume 3, Number 62, a.k.a. Fantastic Four, 491, from December 2002. The title is a bunch of mathematical symbols. There's a plus sign, pi, a pound sign, a T and an I. I'm not looking them all up. Part 1 by Mark Wade and Mike Weringo. And the story starts in Times Square with Sue sitting there in disguise with a baseball hat on, a Yankees hat, and what are the baseball teams in Marvel New York City anyway? Sometimes they're fictional, sometimes they're real. And Reed is there doing some kind of work on a large device, but Sue is making him invisible so that no one can see him. He says he likes to work with his brain being stimulated by sensory overload. So he works in Times Square? Can't he just turn the radio up loud? What a stupid thing to have Reed doing. Sue gets up and gives Reed a big hug. People walking by are like, Why is that crazy woman doing that? Hugging the empty air. But then Reed says he's finished, and Sue lets him turn visible again. He appears and kisses Sue, and all the onlookers cheer them on. I'm surprised he doesn't have Sue turn them invisible again, so they can bone her right there in Times Square. I mean, they've already done it in the negative zone. Why not in Times Square, in the middle of the day? People come forward and start asking for autographs. This must be part of Reed's plan to get more publicity, as discussed two issues ago. Reed mentions to Sue that he still doesn't know what is behind the strange attack on their kids in the last issue, and he realizes they still haven't tested Valeria to see if she has any crazy superpowers. Here's the hint. She does have the power to be very annoying. Reed and Sue immediately rush back to the Baxter building, and Reed calls up Ben, tells him to bring the kids back home. Meanwhile, Ben is still is with the kids underwater, wearing a specially designed underwater outfits. And keep in mind, Valeria is a newborn infant. I can't imagine that any doctor would approve of taking a newborn infant scuba diving. So, Ben who's got Valeria attached to his costume, is riding on some kind of weird sea creature when they get a call from Reed asking them to come home. And back at the Baxter building, in the offices of Fantastic Four, Inc., the new chief financial officer, Johnny Storm, is in a meeting with four other executives discussing notable sources of revenue from their business. Johnny looks very, very bored. He's not the only one. I was very, very bored the moment I turned onto this page. As Johnny looks at the balding, middle-aged man giving the presentation, all he can hear is blah, 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 blah. And he's thinking about a hot woman in a bikini and a red sports car. One of the other executives nudges Johnny and tells him to wake up. After the meeting, Johnny is complaining to a female executive about how much he has to learn, and she reminds him that there are other executives there to help him until he gets up to speed. And after Johnny gets up to speed... Reed will probably fire them all. At least that's how it works in the real world. A couple of other executives are discussing the difficulty in ordering around the boss's brother. One of the executives is a woman with big hoop earrings and a fluffy blouse. It looks like she stepped out of the 1970s. And this other guy has a bow tie, big sideburns, and a very fancy vest. Looks like he stepped out of the 1870s. So back with Johnny... He's talking to this other lady and asks what happens if he screws up this job. And she replies, 
you plunge your family into bankruptcy and probably bankrupting many other stockholders as well. Maybe Sue put Johnny in charge as some kind of scheme. Maybe Reed and Sue have some kind of hedge fund scheme going on, and they want Johnny to run the company into the ground. So Reed is back in his lab, and he's using some kind of electronic tablet. And Sue says it's impressive and asks if he's going to put it on the market. And he replies, I can't. Sony paid me $3 million not to. What? Reed invents the first iPod back in 2002, and he gets a paltry $3 million for it? Oh, that's so much better than the billion dollars he could have made. And they're worried about Johnny running the company into the ground. So Ben comes in with the kids, and Reed takes Valeria and puts her into some kind of special chair. And then Johnny comes in looking depressed and asks, what's going on? Reed says they're doing a genomic map of her DNA. So the next morning, Reed is asleep in his chair holding Valeria. Sue comes in with some coffee. And across the lab, a mysterious person in shadows is messing with that tablet of Reed's. He puts it back down, and his hand starts coming out of the screen. Wow, this tablet just keeps getting better. Not only can you watch internet porn on it, it can give you a hand job while you do it. Later at the movie theater, there's a big seat with a, where a couple are sitting there before the movie starts, kind of getting fresh with each other, when the thing comes in and tells them to get out, they're in his seat. It turns out, Ben has his own special seat at the movies. It even says, reserved for Benjamin J. Grimm. The couple gets up and scurries away. Ben sits down, and next to him sits Sue. He tells her it's a big mistake to make Johnny the CFO of the company. She says he can handle himself. A public service announcement comes on at the start of the movie, featuring Johnny in a commercial saying, only you can prevent forest fires. How about a commercial saying, only you can prevent university fires. While they talk before the movie, that green computery hand from the tablet comes up and grabs Ben's belt buckle. Uh-oh, is this, this is a bad time for that hand job. And then the movie screen turns green and is filled by all these computer equations and Ben notices that green stuff on his leg and a green man, not Charlie Kelly, comes out of the movie screen and at first... Everyone thinks this is an awesome 3D movie. Does anybody know what movie they've come to see? It seems like they didn't know whether or not they came to see a 3D movie or not. Sue realizes it isn't good and ushers everyone out of the theater. And more of that green computery stuff comes out of the exit sign and crashes the wall. Ben has to stand in the way to keep people from getting crushed. And then the computer man comes out and Ben and Sue see him. And the green man looks at Ben and says, Product, horizontal stratum, analyzing formula, Factors, limestone, silicate, gravel, water, dividing, and he zaps the floor, and Ben falls through the floor and lands on the E-train running down in the subway tunnel below. And then the green man attacks Sue, covering her arm with green computery goo, causing her a great deal of pain. Ben climbs back up out of the hole and grabs a chunk of floor and smacks it down on green man's head and goes splat. But he quickly pulls himself back together. Ben looks down at Sue and the flesh of her arm is invisible, and the bones seem to be all turned into gas inside, and she's still in a lot of pain. And then we see that green computery stuff is oozing in between Ben's orange rocks, and the green man says, dividing again, and there's this explosion on Ben's back, 
and all these orange rocks go flying off, and then he falls over in pain. Sue tells Ben to use his communicator to call Reed. Upon hearing the name Reed, the green man says, Bring him to me. Sue asks, Why? And he replies, Because I love him. I've heard of people being obsessed with their iPads, but I've never, I've never heard of anyone's iPad being obsessed with them. Oh, and that is the end of the issue. It seems like the next issue blurred from last issue, saying that Johnny screws up was a lie. Johnny did not screw up this issue. Coming next time, what is the green man and what does he want? Will Johnny finally screw up at his job? And will we find out why all the executives at FF Inc. look like hipster doofuses? What kind of company is this? If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott, at podcastff, and you can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. These are the words, but not the truth. God bless them all when they speak to you. But that's all.